0: Being married is tough. So is owning a business. It is isn't easy mixing business with marriage. If you're one of the millions of people who happen to be married to your business partner, you know the challenge all too well. This podcast will give you a behind-the-scenes look at the true stories that inspired the book, When Your Business Partner Is Your Spouse, How to Have a Successful Business and a Happy Marriage. It's time to open the door of communication, understanding, empathy, and trust between you and your spouse like never before. Here to help you grow your business and strengthen your marriage are your hosts, Kristen and Justin Deese. Welcome to episode seven.
1: Seven.
0: We are crushing it.
1: Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Talking about the book.
0: So this particular chapter that we're going to be talking about is about boundaries. And uh, this this is a good one. And this is one that I really struggled with, especially early in our entrepreneurial journey just because of my personality, I guess you I guess would say. But we'll get into that here a little bit later. So tell us a little bit about the quotes that we picked for this chapter.
1: Well, we actually couldn't decide on the quotes because there was several good ones that we found. So we just included them all. And I will only share one or two of them now. One of them is balance is not better time management. It's better boundary management, hmm. which is nice. And then the other one is stop asking why they keep doing it and start asking why you keep allowing it.
0: That might be my favorite. Yeah, one. Yeah.
1: I really like that one too.
0: Yeah. That might be my favorite one because I know for a lot of people, they have a hard time with boundaries and don't even know what that means especially business owners and they allow employees to not have a boundary.
1: Okay. And so, yeah, so there's definitely boundary issues between employer and employee. However, I think in our situation and the situation amongst other people who are married and in business together, it's really hard to create boundaries when you are working with that person all day and you're living your life with that person when you're not working and So, you know, business, the business can infiltrate every single aspect. It can suck every minute of every day if you let it. Mm -hmm. And so we thought that it was really important to include a chapter on boundaries because once we were able to figure out that we had a breach in boundaries and set them up, then it made for more balance for sure. It made for conversations that were had that had nothing to do with the business which I know is a crazy <laughs> thought. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's one of the, one of the things that I think is really important when you're working with somebody all the time and you're also living life with them too, is to be able to have some boundaries. Set in place. Well,
0: and it, and it can be all consuming, right? So you, you have a business and that's your, your financial, that's how you make money and that's how you support, that's how you, whatever. And, and I know for me, I, I struggled because okay, cool. It's eight o'clock. I just got home, but I got 15 questions about something for the accounting department and lucky me, they're in the same room. Right. And I know that that obviously was a, was a little bit of friction with us because you were like,
1: I need to talk know, to man. me tomorrow. Yeah. Don't talk to me right now. <laughs> I'm
0: feeding the baby.
1: <laughs> well, and that goes back to our different personality types with you being extroverted and me being introverted. I have to have downtime throughout the day here and there sprinkled in of just like downtime. And so if I was working in the office all day, and then I'm coming home to the kids, and then I'm trying to wrap my day up with that, and then you're, you're coming home and wanting to continue on the conversation about the business, there was not an opportunity for me to have the downtime and have the brain break. And so there was definitely a lot of times where in the evening times, I would just be like, just, I can't don't talk to me right now. (laughs) We literally had to set up like physical time restraints on the boundaries just because then I didn't have to be ugly and say, I don't want to listen to you right now. And you knew when you could like totally unleash on all the ideas and thoughts that are running around in your head all the time. (laughs) So that was a biggie in terms of boundaries for us. I think boundaries also come into play too in terms of self-care boundaries can come into play in terms of any situation where you're working with employing friends or family boundaries can sometimes come into place or the lack thereof.
0: Yeah. I was going to say that, yeah, it's, it's typically from, from what we hear from, from clients and friends and whatever is usually it becomes the lack thereof either, either they allow that person to get away with things they shouldn't or they're, they're harder so, on those right, people right, than harder. they should be, right. and then harder on them than they would be on uh, on anybody else and that's it's kind of a a no win, but with you know with good boundaries that makes that a little bit easier so one of the things we talked about in this chapter was was kind of the different boundaries, whether it be the violations or the healthy?
1: Basically in this chapter, our exercise, quote unquote, or actually it was a quiz in this chapter. We included in the beginning of the chapter where in the other chapters, we were doing some of the exercises toward the end after we had you know shared some stories or talked about the concept a little bit more. This one, we actually did the exercise at the beginning of the chapter. And we did that because we want to be a self-assessment of Where your boundaries are now and again, just like all of the other exercises that we talk about in the other chapters Do them individually come together talk about it It's a great way to start a good conversation, but this is the kind of quiz that you can take often So, you know Just because if you take it now and you get a score that you're happy with doesn't mean that you know in a year You don't need to take it again because maybe there's some boundary infractions or vice versa If you take it and you don't love your score and you work to improve some of it, then if you take it again in a year, you can see how far you've come in setting boundaries. You don't have to be mean to set a boundary. You don't have to self-isolate to set a boundary. You do not have to feel guilty to set a boundary. It's all about being able to be um, mentally, physically, and emotionally healthy. And in order to do that, you have to have healthy boundaries set in place.
0: I remember one of the things we did in in one of our companies where the boundary was we felt like we couldn't get enough work done because people would just bust in. So we got the door plate and it had yeah. two different things. And one said working on it and one said working in it. And if we were the sign said working in it, you're more than welcome to talk to us about whatever if working on it. Don't knock on the door unless there is a disaster uh, in place. Yeah. So
1: so sometimes it is like an actual physical boundary. It
0: was, it had to be a boundary. It was an
1: actual physical boundary of the door being closed on the office. And sometimes it's a boundary, like sometimes it's a personal internal boundary around time. You know, how much time are you willing to commit to something? Boundaries come in the form of being able to say no. A lack of boundary is the inability to say no. To different things. So in the chapter layout, and this one is a little bit backwards in that you do the quiz first, and then we talk about boundary violations and how do I, how to identify when there's a boundary violation. And then we talk about ways that you can start implementing boundaries and kind of getting them into your life without it being a complete upheaval.
0: Well, and, and it's, and it's a little bit, okay. So when we first started putting boundaries And really it started with the time management. And then once the time management, we felt better about that. It kind of forced you into boundaries because in order to keep up with your time management, you had to have boundaries. It was a little bit for me of a challenge because now you're saying no more often. I don't want to say no more often, but you're more aware of your time and then your boundaries of what's okay and what's not okay. And so.
1: Yeah. And boundaries can be around conversations too. And one of the other things that we identified in our relationship in terms of boundaries was not only the when we can talk about things. Well, I guess it kind of is when we can talk about things, but it's also what we can talk about. So one of the things when my spouse and I do go on a date and we vow not to talk about the business because we want to have something else to say. And then we sit there in an hour for an hour and listen to each other too, because we don't have any other of conversation to talk about besides the business. So that identifies like a missing boundary too, in that, like there's nothing else going on in your lives. Besides the business, then it has infiltrated too much. There needs to be there needs to be something else in the life to do so that you can talk about it.
0: <laughs> I mean, we went through several years where that was us. We would go to dinner and go, "We're not talking about the business. We're not talking about the kids," and we would just stare at each other, at each other, or
1: everybody else in the restaurant. Yeah. You know, we've made reference a lot throughout these different episodes: business ownership to parenthood. And I think that it's worth highlighting that it's similar. I think business ownership is similar to parenthood, and so a lot of the references that we use, like for example, when we if we go to dinner and vow not to talk about the business, and then we sit there in silence, the same thing is hap- same thing happened when when we vowed not to talk about the kids right? or when we talk about in previous episodes where we talk about the social circle and, you know, raising children, having children versus having a business and how that can be isolating. And I just think it's interesting how many times you can reference scenarios in business ownership that are really similar to parenthood. Yeah.
0: Agreed. (laughs) So boundaries, do you have any good examples? Obviously, when they read the book, they'll have them, but kind of a highlighted version of some healthy boundaries.
1: I know for me, healthy boundaries are being able to keep the balance Keep, keeping a balance. I talked about it a couple episodes ago. I'm a Libra, so I crave balance. That's if I've if everything's out of balance, it's not right. And when stuff is out of balance, that means I've um, crossed a boundary somewhere. And so, so to me, that's kind of how I know where my lines are in terms of boundaries. And self-care is a big one. And we've got an entire chapter that talks about, you know, health and self-care and the whole nine yards. But just in general, being aware of what I'm committing myself to being aware of how my time is getting spent, making sure that everything feels in balance, then I know that my boundaries are in a good place. And when those things start to get out of whack, then there's a breach. There's a breach. <laughs> <laughs> how about you? How do you what's your take on boundaries in general, your boundaries, whether or not you feel like you have good boundaries or you don't?
0: Normally it's it's the overwhelm. There's there's so many things that that kind of are indicators. I'm again I'm a physical indicator type of person, I, you know, I share with you about my ring. Like if I'm, if I feel like I'm putting on weight, I can feel my ring. And if I'm unorganized, I can feel it on my desk. Usually I can, I can feel it because I've got too much going on. Right. And I, I have too much going on when I have too much going on, then there starts to be this underlying anxiety of how do I get it? How do I get these things done? And typically when I rebalance, you know, I think about the the airplane analogy, right? So when the thing comes down, But on your mask first, then others. So as much as me, most of the people, most of the world wants to help everybody. Uh, there is that boundary of making sure that you're, you're the priority. Cause if you're not a hundred percent, you can't help anybody else. Mm -hmm. You know, you just can't do it.
1: Yeah. That is very true.
0: Well, that was fun. Any last closing thoughts on the boundary before we Jump into the next.
1: I don't think I have any last closing thoughts on this one. This was a little bit of a shorter chapter, but it is, again, something that that the lack of boundaries definitely bleeds through in all aspects of life. It bleeds through in all aspects of business. It is important to set boundaries. It is important to be able to do so in a way that you don't feel guilty about it. It's also important to know where the boundary is well enough that if you identify that there's a need to be flexible, you can and I think that it's just important to really know where th- your line in the sand is.
0: doesn't have to be rigid.
1: Yeah. It can be flexible. Like you yep. can still be.
0: doesn't have to always be a guardrail on the side of a bridge. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that rigid.
1: But they definitely need to be there.
0: But they definitely need to be there. Again, it's so much of this is about self-awareness. And I, and I think this is no exception. It's really, it's your time. You choose to do what it is. You choose to let people treat you, talk to you, whatever. You know, you, you make that decision of how that works.
1: Yeah. And you know, I just actually thought of another point too. Again, being, it is, it is definitely about self-awareness. Boundaries is definitely about self-awareness. And it's also about being aware enough that you can identify the signs when your partner or your spouse is about to hit their boundary or has crossed over and knowing, being able to catch those signs also, even if they haven't caught it themselves, knowing the feelings or things that happen when you are about to cross your boundaries or that you've stepped over the line and when your spouse is about to do the same so that you can like help pull them back in before they <laughs> fall off the edge of the cliff. <laughs> I think that's just as important as knowing your own boundaries yes, too. Yes,
0: agree, agree. Well, awesome, cool. We're gonna wrap this episode up. We'll actually see you guys on the next episode, which is episode eight. Episode so we're getting eight. close to the end. Yep. So we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes and sharing the episode with a friend. For more resources from Kristen and Justin Deese, visit businessspouse.com.